she would refer to her holiday tipple. Like that was the only drink that she had a year. So I would use that around. And when I heard this, that was the first thing I thought was, oh, the holiday tipple. And so that's fantastic that you bring that up because that's what we actually named our company after. Not a lot of Americans really know the word tipple. No, I was going to say, when I would use it, I'm like, no, it's a holiday tipple. What that was is like, that? Yes, exactly. And it's fantastic. So we're tech savvy. So we dropped the E. Yeah, I love that too. That was uh, the first thing was I saw Mark, I was like, I think that's a drinking thing. Awesome. It is. No, absolutely. And for those that don't know, tipple itself as a word is an old English word that means either an alcoholic beverage or to drink with frequency. All right, Michael, why don't you tell us where are we? You know what? Right now we're at one of our partner locations. Yes. We're at Reno Karaoke in the Blackstone District of Omaha, Nebraska. And if you like going out and enjoying a drink, enjoying an occasional cocktail, I'm with the guys that you need to get to know, and I'm excited to have them. Met them through some Nebraska Startup Week activities, and we hit it off. We both have a love for an occasional cocktail, and I'm honored to welcome the co-founders of Tipple. That's T-I-P-P-L. That's an app that you can find, and we're going to tell you all about what it is and what it does. Available in the App Store and on Android and everywhere. And Mark Wong, Michael Friedman co-founders of tipple welcome guys thank you for being on omapod glad we could finally do this wonderful no thank you very much for having us you're an absolute pleasure and always an absolute joy to connect with the community we started off with the intention to reinvigorate a sense of community and drive business back into bars and restaurants following covid that's how we really started off what tipple is is a mobile app that provides a drinking service or more or less a drinking membership now to uh, consumers to incentivize them really to go out and actually give money back to these local establishments, help these mom and pop shops out, help these brick and mortar stores out and be able to connect with people again. Our story started was how can we fix this? Because clearly this is a problem now and it's probably going to be a problem once we transition over in the future. So we just put our heads together and we're like, cool, let's figure out a way that we can help facilitate this. So the way our service works is you get a free alcoholic beverage every single day if you visit any of our partner locations. That's how we really drove back people into bars and restaurants. We had to find that incentivization mechanism, that little joy perk that would change people's behavior into wanting to leave their house, go adventure around, discover new locations, and, you know, really support the community again there too. Well still indulging themselves in a nice, lovely cocktail or beverage. Yeah, and it's a free drink via this app that has no <laughs> catch to it. Exactly, it's just to be clear there too, we do offer our, our services on a freemium-based model. So that means you can try it out risk-free for the period of, the, of a month. That means you can get an alcoholic beverage catch-free every day for anywhere between 28 to 31 days per month. Our app only costs $4.99 per month, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty good. But I also want to be transparent and of course, we have to make this work somehow. Yeah. And be because our initial support is still geared around trying to support the community and the overall economy here, we don't charge any of our partner locations any money to participate. And really all of the money keeping the business alive is coming from the subscriptions from our users. So we want to make it up front to our users. This is a drinking membership. 
you can come and you can get a free alcoholic beverage every single day and adventure around town. And the perk is the community will be supported, businesses will stay alive and thrive, and you'll get to imbue yourself amongst the community. Yeah. And that's Michael Friedman talking, so we get to know everybody. Mark, what was your thought as this got developing from founding this? What were concerns? What were some of the very, very early challenges as it got rolling? Yeah, I think empathetic as a person. Before, when we were launching this idea, I really tend to think, what would consumers think when we present this idea to them? What would I think if someone came to me with the same idea? What are some skepticisms that I would think about it? And I know even till today, a big hurdle that we constantly deal with is that a lot of people hear about our idea and they think, what's the catch? You right. Know? And it seems every time we try to pitch someone, they almost want to find the faults within our models. <coughs> and that's discouraging. But The too good to be true feeling or notion. Okay. How did that name come into your consciousness? When How extensive was the naming process, if you're comfortable sharing with oh, that? Oh, definitely. So, I mean, the naming process, I think, is huge. Yep. I have a background working in IP and a, a few other things. Understanding a brand name and really driving that forward is a crucial aspect to the business. Brand identification, brand awareness, and speaking true to what the actual product or service is. When we were going through, we were looking for something short, something techy again, something that can fit on a button on your screen yep. that still was somewhat explanatory, yet somewhat fun. And so we were playing around and we finally saw the word tipple and we were like, that's a funny word. <laughs> it is. We should, we should probably figure out how we can use this. Yeah. Tipple, you'll remember us because we rhyme with nipple. <laughs> how overjoyed were you when T-I-P-P-L was available on all sorts of things that you needed it for? We were, we were overjoyed. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not easy sometimes to come up with these names. A lot of people are starting businesses and a lot of things are not available. A lot of people out there are clever and there's billions of us out there. So we were, we were stoked. Yeah. And Mark, early as far as seeding this and, and getting it out, what were some of your initial strategic thoughts and what was before you got really heavily involved, your view on Omaha as a market for something like this? Yeah, I think... Mike reached out to me because, so prior we starting this company, I did have pretty good involvement with the entertainment scene in Omaha, yeah. especially when it came to nightlife and things like that. Yeah. So I think I had a pretty good insights when it came to how the scene worked, how, especially how the consumers worked in this field. So I think that gave me a lot of good insights on different marketing strategies that we've still been trying to implement as we go and i think we hit it off and you guys are hard workers and you're on your grind and you're smart guys and we don't have time to go into all the backstory but you're very smart guys and then it was cool getting to know you but in the very formative stages were the challenges that you had in mind the things that have actually come to pass as your biggest challenges or has the journey been way different than you expected or tell us about getting it off the ground definitely from an econometrics per perspective business owners really love our idea yeah selling a bar on our idea is not a difficult thing to do but however selling up the idea to some of our users is like you said it's hard to get user verification people brand awareness out there people we talked to them and they're like, that's too good to be true. Yeah. Uh, some of the other hurdles that we came across, unfortunately, were just the 
starting up in Omaha. We originally right. started here because we have some some of our founders were living here at the time, but again, this was coming out of COVID and we had to look nationally to where we could possibly start this. And the thing that we saw about Omaha that was really advantageous besides having people here were that there's a huge bar and restaurant per capita scene. Yeah. They're relatively lax on COVID regulations and people are still going out and trying to support the community. So we thought, what do you know? This is a match made in heaven. This is fantastic. Yeah. But of course, there's two sides to every coin. And we realized after launching, though, that Omaha itself is a very interesting community for the population of what is it now? Greater population of about 1.5 million. 1.5 million, I had just heard. Yeah. Huge. But the thing is, a lot of people here don't leave their local neighborhoods. They don't like to uh, drive 10 minutes away. Yeah. And that's okay. We didn't know that, though, of course until we really embedded ourselves as a startup here because of course we have friends here we commute to them they commute to us completely transparent all of our co-founder me and mark i met mark here during undergrad at hastings college i did a stint there for a year and at the time when we were coming up with this idea i was out in uh, seattle washington so i was uh, remotely developing and helping aid with this but really it was the boots on ground location of some of our co-founders here that like we really wanted to start. We played around with a myriad of different ideas, but because we bootstrapped this whole company ourselves, we didn't seek external funding. Yeah. We are a non-funded organization. We really needed to have a strategic play for market penetration. Yeah. And for that to happen, we needed to have boots on ground. So we needed someone local. Yeah. Mark here with the big heavy boots <laughs> did an amazing job. And then you coming in, had you even been in Omaha prior to starting all this at all or driving through? Or? Definitely not. So I've definitely visited my friends out here a yeah. couple of times. Just a handful, though. Right. I'm well aware of Nebraska as a whole, but sure. Omaha is its own beast. It is. And I can respect that and love that. I've My background has been traveling around doing business development and corporate development at an international scale. So I frequent large cities, any cities, and help implement a lot of business tactics to make things work. Yeah. But you like to roll up your sleeves and get dirty. Oh, get in there. No, absolutely. But I figured that Omaha would be no different than any other sort of major city. And what is different? No, everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to Tell go me on more. a side tangent there, just in terms of Omaha, there is a wonderful startup and tech community here. The only thing that I think that's holding it back in terms of limitations, including our own business, yeah. is just the generalized support of Omaha at large. Again, for that population size here, the city does not have the same infrastructure that supports business development and growth and engagement from a community standpoint. I, again... I'm just being a realist here. I yeah. love the city. I love the people. And I, just, I should say, I'm first, I'm thankful that you're willing to share this because many people don't have the kind of courage. And this is out of a place of constructive criticism. <laughs> and so this is a gift the man is giving us so from my perspective as a native Omahaan because it's got a lot of truth to it. And I'm sorry, though. Continue. Oh, no, absolutely. And again, I just think there's a lot of room for growth at least from a constructive standpoint. Uh, And in terms of that point, there just has to be willingness from the community. Omaha could really explode if they wanted to. They're in a geographically amazing point. Again, the population is huge. It's just very segregated. 
and there are microchasms even within those segregations that people just don't like to leave from. Everyone lives in their mini neighborhood, in their mini pocket, in their mini place in this large city. Yeah. And if we are able to somehow find a mechanism that could help bridge that gap to have some sort of totality of community here as an as a city at large, then we could, I think, really knock it out of the park. Yeah. I, if people were, if there were something to get the ties of north, south, west, and downtown Omaha together on a frequent basis and bridge the gaps that exist in the community here, that would be paramount. Yeah. I mean, you could get people in the doors of businesses that they don't even know about, that they don't even frequent. The amount of money circulating in the economy would be abnormally large and it would cause for a giant paradigm shift in what's going on here. I came from smaller cities before this, cities of 100 to 200,000 people, and they were still able to crush out their respective small events. And everyone, no matter the demographic, the color, the people, the history, everyone would likely show up. Yeah. And it was a large community event. And I know that Omaha does hold those things, but no one from across all these sort of segregations comes there. And if they were to do that, that would change everything yeah. easily overnight. Yeah. It's interesting too, when we talked about that before and I, just some friends that I have, I'm from Northwest Omaha, basically. I had friends there who maybe going downtown twice a year yeah. and going farther out West, never, and going South, maybe one for a game or a soccer thing or for their kids. And yeah, it's not like they're against it or anything. They just, they don't even think about it. The pattern of their travels and their world is so set that how do you even, first they don't even know it. So it's like, how do you shake them out of it? I'm a philosopher by trade. Yeah. So I always like fun, quippy phrases. And what you're reminding me of is one that goes, first you make your habits and then your habits make you. So I think this is just a perpetuation at a cultural level here of something like that. And to tie it back into Tipple, I think this could also be a great mechanism to help potentially settle that problem. Yeah. Because right. we're trying to influence people to go out and support the community broadly. We're trying to get them to adventure around. We're trying to get them to leave their neighborhoods and go meet new people, engage with the community, have a nice drink and see what else is out there. I mean, the world is so large and to be tied into these proverbial fences that are only 10 miles in diameter is sad. What's your favorite cocktail, Mark? Easily a Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule. Good choice. Michael? A gin and tonic. <laughs> Even a double gin and sometimes. tonic, so I've heard sometimes. Oh, of course. What are some of the maybe surprising positive things about the market here? What has struck you as, oh, that's cool, and I wasn't expecting that on the positive side as you've gotten Tipple going? Definitely. So I think one thing right off the bat is that Omaha absolutely crushes the scene with their commitment to theme and execution. Yeah. I'll go out to major cities on coastal regions that are like, I'm a speakeasy or I'm a themed bar. And it's just some sort of Instagram mockery of what it should be. And by the time <laughs> you get there, it's just watered down, overpriced drinks with no atmosphere. But here, no. People here actually commit 
to an idea, they commit to a vision, and it's beautiful. Like a lot yeah. of the bars, restaurants, venues, locations here are stunning works of art where people have mindfully thought of everything and commit purposefully, and that's phenomenal to see. And isn't that funny? Like the, as you say that, I completely agree and had never really thought of it or articulated it as such. But there's like that juxtaposition of I could just go here and have this awesome experience because we're putting in the effort to make the experience, but we're not the ones going to it. <laughs> why are we like that? And that's just, I think, another mechanism of human behavior. Yeah. And that's why another reason why we set this up is like people are creatures of habit. Yeah. People go to their local watering holes. They find something that is amenable and okay with them and they stick to it. But if you were incentivized otherwise to get out there and tiptoe around the rosies and see what else is out there, who knows what you can discover. Yeah. And again, tying it back, of course, to Tipple because I'm here. Yes. This provides another reason to try and embrace the model that we've set up. It really hopefully drives and incentivizes people to go out there and adventure, see what else is out there. Cause, and then maybe you're the type of person that wouldn't miss that opportunity. Mark, what are you excited about for the new year and everything ahead for you guys? I'm just excited to see where what our brand can do for the community. Yeah. And just see the growth and then hopefully try to bridge these neighborhoods together. Like we said, it seems like everyone's a little clickish in their neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can get, I think a big thing for us is we want to, it's almost like we want the businesses to share their customer base. Yeah. It, it will be interesting to see if we can manage to get people from certain areas to visit new ones that they've never been to, because that's kind of part of a model as well. Yeah. No, I feel that and I relate to that in my own game a bit as far as trying to mix up a little bit of what Omaha's got going and doing it in a, a little different way. But it's fundamentally a bit and philosophically, I think, coming <laughs> from the same place. What is some of the most striking feedback you've gotten from users and maybe some bar owners? Definitely. So I'm a numbers guy when it comes down to it. And I think the most striking thing that we've seen is that we have an overall 80% retention rate, which yeah. I think speaks volumes. For sure. So once people can actually test this out, people love it and they're like, oh, it is real. We can use this. And then they see the value in it and they keep on using it. Yeah. So really, it's just about showing them the light getting them exposed, having the brand awareness, and letting them have their fun as they see it. Even in the end, our app only costs $4.99 per month, and that, again, will give you a free drink every single day. Yeah. And that, let's just be honest, with the price of inflation and madness and craziness going on right now, that's less than the price of an average beer at a normal bar. So if you use it even once, you're gonna save money. Yeah, it's wild. Michael Friedman, Mark Wong, Tipple. Guys, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Happy holidays and look forward to see this take off and grow even bigger as Omaha integrates and guys helping us along the way. We appreciate you and your time as well. And we wish you all the success in your brilliant narrative and appreciate uh, it. We'll keep actively listening. All right. Can't ask for much more than that. Now let's get a drink. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks guys. Cheers everyone. All right. Cheers. Cheers.